whenever hunger pains in stomach rumble, and insatiable cravings overtake the body and brain, whenever savory smells fill the air and tempt your taste buds. This is the time to feed your cravings, partaking of Disney's delectable foodish delights. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Lunchbox Ghost Podcast. We will quench your undying thirst and feed your hunger for all of the foodish morsels that Disney has to offer. If you weren't hungry before, you sure will be now. (laughs) Our show begins with your foodish host, the Lunchbox Ghost. Hello, foodish mortals, and welcome to the Lunchbox Ghost Podcast. July is both National Hot Dog Month and National Ice Cream Month. So for this episode, I'm going to take you all to all of the best places around Walt Disney World to enjoy a hot dog and ice cream. Let's start with hot dogs. Hot dog, hot dog, hot dog, hot dog. The exact origins of hot dogs are really unknown. Some actually date the hot dog back to the 9th century BC, while others to the time of the Roman Emperor Nero. But in any event, the hot dog, or the sausage used in a hot dog, has historically been known by two different names. The Frankfurter, or Franks for short, and Wieners. The word Frankfurter comes from Frankfurt, Germany, where pork sausages similar to hot dogs originated and have been known since the 13th century, as they were given to the people on the event of imperial coronation, starting with the coronation of King Maximilian II. Now, Wiener refers to Vienna, Austria, which was home to a sausage made of a mixture of pork and beef in the 18th and 19th century. Now, there's some debate as to exactly how and when hot dogs became popular in the United States, and when the sausages were combined or married up with bun. Some credit a German immigrant from Frankfurt who sold hot dogs on the streets of St. Louis, Missouri, and provided white gloves to his customers so that they could handle the sausages without burning their hands. Now, he was losing money due to the fact that his customers weren't returning the gloves. So, like a good wife does, she suggested serving the sausages in a roll instead. And his brother-in-law just happened to be a baker. So, he provided the buns, and some credit him with creating the hot dog, combination of a bun and a sausage. Now, others credit a man by the name of Charles Feltman, who was a baker that had a pie wagon for originally serving sausages and rolls at Coney Island in New York. He had a cart in 1867 made with a stove on which he boiled the sausages and then a compartment in which he kept the buns in order to serve them fresh. He called them Coney Island Red Hots. And in 1871, he leased land and built a permanent restaurant to serve his Coney Island Red Hots. Now, if you haven't already figured it out, that voice that you keep hearing is the voice of Mickey Mouse. And I bet you didn't know that those are the very first words that Mickey Mouse ever spoke. It's true. He was selling hot dogs at a carnival in a film entitled The Carnival Kid. It was the ninth film in the Mickey Mouse film series, and it was released in 1929. 
Now, I know you're thinking just like I was thinking, that that can't be true. But during his first eight appearances, Mickey did whistle, he cried, he laughed, and he expressed himself vocally in various ways. But he didn't utter a word until his ninth film, The Carnival Kid. I hope you'll take a listen to it and watch it. It's a, a neat cartoon, much different than the cartoons we have in today's time and the cartoons that we grew up with. Okay, let's get down to the meat of this episode. That's right, Mickey, hot dogs. So, when I think of Walt Disney World and I think of hot dogs, the first thought that comes to mind is Casey's Corner. For those of you that listened to episode one, you were introduced to my daughter-in-law, Kendra Lair, and I have invited Kendra to be a guest on this show once again for the sole purpose of explaining her love for hot dogs. Hello, Kendra. Hi. Thanks so much for having me back. Well, thanks for coming back. And, you know, when you and I first met, you did not like hot dogs at all. I did not. I did not eat hot dogs because I watched something one time and saw how they were made. (laughs) Oh, well, I can can certainly understand that. But I just remember being in our home and talking about having hot dogs for dinner. And Stokes told me Kendra doesn't like hot dogs. Nope. Oh, wow. Who doesn't like hot dogs? (laughs) There for a long time, even after you became a part of our family, you still didn't eat hot dogs. So what changed? So after we went to Disney the first time, Casey's Corner was somewhere that was suggested to eat one time. And we did not go there because I did not like hot dogs. We ended up going to, I think, Pecos Bills instead. And then after that trip, Casey's Corner is just such an iconic place at the Magic Kingdom. I wanted to go eat there. And so just because of the history of Casey's Corner and the Magic Kingdom, and just it being right there on Main Street and the atmosphere it has, I wanted to eat there and the only way you could do that if you were going to get an actual meal out of it was by eating a hot dog so I told myself that if I wanted to enjoy that experience that I needed to just suck it up and try something new and I did and now Casey's Corner is a must-do on any trip that we take to Disney. Is it a must-do just because it is an iconic restaurant and such a part of Main Street or do you actually love their hot dogs? I have gotten now to where I love eating hot dogs. I eat them plain and simple with just ketchup on top, but I think the, the iconicness of Casey's Corner also plays into it as well. It's always fun to fight people for a place to sit or to stand and eat your meal. You're right there in front of the castle, and then it's just such a simple all-American meal. You can't really go wrong with anything that they have to offer. You can get meals that have different types of hot dogs with different toppings, and they come with fries or apple slices and you can just sit and enjoy it on Main Street and it's just relaxing once you find where to sit. Or chili fries. Yes, or chili fries. My favorite, chili cheese fries. Yes, lots of different options. They have them for the simpler eaters to the more adventurous eaters as well. And you know me, I'm a very adventurous eater. Yes. Yes, so I know. Our orders are very different when we go to Casey's. Well, I have to say, I'm glad you're a part of the family, but I'm also glad you love hot dogs. Yes, because now we can go to Casey's Corner when we go to Disney. (laughs) That is true. Well, thank you for being a part of my show again. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me here. I love you. Love you.
Let me recap the variety at Casey's Corner. You can get an all-beef hot dog, an all-beef chili cheese dog, a bacon macaroni and cheese all-beef hot dog, and all of those can be served as a meal with apple slices or french fries. Now, Casey's Corner also has limited time offerings or seasonal offerings. All of these hot dogs come in foot-long versions, and for those of you that prefer a plant-based option, they also have that for you. You can get a loaded slaw dog, which is a plant-based sausage topped with pickled slaw, barbecue, vegan, aioli, and roasted corn relish. Or you can get a sausage dog, which is a plant-based sausage in a potato bun. Now, where else in the Magic Kingdom can you get a hot dog? If you go to Tomorrowland, you can get one at the Lunching Pad. If you go to Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe, you can get a chili cheese footlong hot dog. In Fantasyland, you can get an all-beef hot dog at the Friar's Nook, which is served with macaroni and cheese. Now, in Adventureland, you have to know it'll be adventurous. And if you go to Tortuga Tavern, a lot of people don't know where Tortuga Tavern is, but as you exit the Pirates of the Caribbean, if you look straight across, there's a restaurant, and that is Tortuga Tavern. I love stopping in there because you can usually get something unique, and they have a unique all-beef hot dog topped with jerk-smoked brisket. You know the Lunchbox Ghost is going to try that. Now, where else in the world can you get a great hot dog? Let's go to Epcot, where at the American Adventure Pavilion, you can get one at Fife and Drum Tavern. At the Germany Pavilion, you can get one at Summerfest, which is a bratwurst or a frankfurter served on a freshly baked roll with sauerkraut and house-made paprika chips. Over at Disney's Hollywood Studios, you can go to one of my favorite locations to grab a hot dog, and that is Dockside Diner there on Echo Lake. They usually have picnic tables out front, so you can walk up. It's counter service. You can get a chili cheese footlong hot dog or a Carolina all-beef footlong hot dog topped with pulled pork and coleslaw. Now, that's some good eating right there, and what better place to eat it at a picnic table sitting right there by Echo Lake. Now, on Sunset Boulevard, you can get an all-beef hot dog at KRNR, the rock station. But if you'd rather have a foot-long version, go to Rosie's All-American Cafe on Sunset Boulevard, where you can get a foot-long beef hot dog or a chili cheese beef hot dog. Now, Disney's Animal Kingdom. In Asia, you can get a ginger slaw dog with pickled ginger slaw on a mini sausage at Caravan Road or at Yak and Yeti Local Foods Cafe, which is not the sit-down restaurant of Yak and Yeti, but it's the counter service walk-up. You can get an American Kobe beef hot dog served on a brioche bun with french fries and your choice of toppings. In Dinoland, you can get a Dinorama all-beef hot dog or chili cheese dog at Dino Diner. Now, if you're staying at one of these resorts, or if you can make your way to one of these resorts, here's where you can get yourself a regular hot dog. At the campsites at Fort Wilderness, you can get a regular hot dog at Meadow Snack Bar or the Chuck Wagon. At the Grand Floridian, you can get one at the Courtyard Pool Bar. At the Dolphin, you can get one at the Fountain. At Disney's Boardwalk, you can get one at the to-go cart. Now, if you're looking for a quarter-pound all-beef hot dog, you can get one at Chippendale's Cafe at Saratoga Springs Resort. You can get one at On the Grill at the Polynesian Village Resort. Now, if you'd rather have something a little bit different, 
you can get a Frankfurter pretzel dog at Leaping Horse Libations at the Boardwalk Villas. You can get an all-beef hot dog with chili and cheese at Maji Pool Bar at Kadani Village at Disney's Animal Kingdom Resort. It's served on a baguette-style bun. You can get one at Metal Snack Bar at the campsites at Fort Wilderness. You can get one at Turtle Shack Poolside Snacks at Disney's Old Key West Resort. And you can get a foot-long all-beef hot dog at the Sandbar at the Contemporary Resort. You should also be able to get a hot dog and probably a foot-long hot dog at all of the All-Star Resorts. I know I've gotten one there before at All-Star Movies. Now, for a couple of specialty dogs, you can get what is called a Wilderness Dog at Meadow Snack Bar at the campsites at Fort Wilderness. It is an all-beef hot dog with barbecued pulled pork topped with coleslaw. And now listen to this one. This is one I am definitely going to try. You can get it at Cruise Cup Lounge at the Yacht Club Resort, and you can only get it for dinner. It's their house-made signature yacht dog, which is a 14-day dry-aged prime beef with mayonnaise, house-made ketchup, fried onions, Mr. Tractor honey mustard on a Parker House bun and served with hand-cut fries. I see why they serve that for dinner. That's a meal. Now at Disney Springs, we really hit the mother load for hot dogs. And at Disney Springs Marketplace, there is a counter service restaurant called B.B. Wolf's Sausage Company. You have to eat there if you love hot dogs. All of their all-beef hot dogs come either a quarter pound or foot-long size and are served on a house-made roll unless otherwise noted. And here's what you have to choose from. You can just get a plain hot dog, which a lot of people like. You can get an Italian sausage with sautéed peppers and onions with marinara. You can get lamb sausage with tomato chutney, yogurt sauce, and arugula on pita bread. You can get bratwurst sausage or a plant-based bratwurst sausage with sauerkraut and German mustard on a pretzel roll. Now here are the real specialty dogs. You can get a Hawaiian island dog topped with grilled pineapple salsa, spam, and teriyaki. You can get a New York pastrami Reuben with shaved pastrami, Swiss, sauerkraut, and Russian dressing. You can get Texas chili cheese dog topped with chili, cheddar, and corn chips. Or get this, you can order the Three Little Pigs, which is three mini versions of the Pastrami Reuben, the Hawaiian Island, and Texas Chili Cheese Dogs. You know that's what the Lunchbox Ghost is going to order. Now, Wetzel's Pretzels is another good place to get a pretzel dog. And I love a good pretzel dog. You can find Wetzel's Pretzels kiosk at both the Marketplace and also at Westside. And you can get a Wetzel dog, a cheese dog, or you can get dog bites, which are just little mini bites of hot dogs, kind of like chicken nuggets, only in hot dog form. Or you can get cheesy dog bites. Now, elsewhere at Westside, you can go to the Smokehouse at the House of Blues, one of my favorite venues, for a jumbo footlong hot dog or chili cheese dog. And that is a 100% beef hot dog topped with house-made chili and cheese sauce. Now here, talking about striking the mother load. If you've never had food from a food truck, you've got to try the Disney food trucks. And the Disney food trucks at the west side at, at Disney Springs have hot diggity dogs entrees, which are all one quarter beef and all served with house made chips. So here are the five that you can choose from. The BLT, 
with lettuce, tomato, and bacon with garlic ranch dressing. The Chicago with pickles, tomato, red onion, sports peppers, and yellow mustard. The Santa Fe with chipotle mayo, street corn, chili powder, cotilla cheese, cilantro, and lime wedge. The Texas chili cheese with Texas chili, cheddar cheese, and corn chips. Or the Reuben with pastrami, Swiss cheese, sauerkraut, and Russian dressing. Now here's an idea. Next year, July the 22nd, 2021, will be National Hot Dog Day. How about all of you foodish mortals meet the Lunchbox Ghost at the Disney food trucks to see who can eat all five of these in one sitting in the fastest time? Crazy, huh? So let's go have some ice cream. And like the hot dog, the exact origin of ice cream is really unknown. What we do know is the origin of ice cream likely dates back to the time when Nero was Emperor of Rome. Looks like he had hot dogs and ice cream. Evidence shows harvesting ice or snow, then flavoring it with honey or other flavorings to make ice cream during that period of time. Now, the first appearance of ice cream in the United States is found in a letter by the governor of Maryland in the year 1744. And for a while, ice cream was only an occasional special treat, mainly for the rich. President George Washington is documented as spending approximately $200 for ice cream in the summer of 1790. In 1843, a lady by the name of Nancy Johnson patented the hand crank ice cream maker. And eight years later, a man by the name of Jacob Fusell built the first ice cream factory, making ice cream more available to the general public. Now, Americans' three most popular ice cream flavors are vanilla, then chocolate, then, you'll never guess, butter pecan. Now, Lunchbox Ghost favorite comes in fourth, and that's Rocky Road. The three most popular toppings are hot fudge, sprinkles, and caramel. And I love all three of those on top of any ice cream I eat. Now, while there are several places that you can find ice cream throughout Walt Disney World, whether it's hand-scooped or soft-serve, some of those being the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor and Storybook Treats at the Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Scoops at Disney's Hollywood Studios, Dino Bite Snacks and Anandapur Ice Cream Truck at Animal Kingdom, Crepes de Chefs de France, and The Artisan of Ice Cream, which is an artisanal French shop with ice cream and sorbet at the World Showcase at Epcot. You have the Hagen dazs kiosk at Disney Springs Westside, and I have to mention the legendary Dole Whip which you know is a pineapple-flavored soft-serve ice cream found both at Aloha Isle and Sunshine Tree Terrace in Adventureland at the Magic Kingdom, but can also be found at Marketplace Snacks at Disney Springs Marketplace and Pineapple Lanai at Polynesian Village Resort. And it can also be found in different flavors at some of those locations. Now, when you think about ice cream at Walt Disney World, I think most people, just like I do, think of Beaches and Cream. Beaches and Cream Soda Shop is an Atlantic Seashore boardwalk style. Beaches and Cream Soda Shop is an Atlantic Seashore boardwalk style ice cream parlor where every day you can have a Sunday on the beach. And you can choose from an old-fashioned sundae, which is two or three scoops of ice cream drenched with your choice of one of the following toppings. Marshmallow, strawberry, pineapple, peanut butter, hot fudge, caramel, or chocolate syrup. Topped with whipped cream, toasted almonds, and a cherry. 
Now don't fret. If you foodish mortals want more than one of those toppings, you can add as many extra toppings as you want for a dollar each. Now some of the special sundaes that they have at Beaches and Cream include fudge mudslide, which is a gooey, chewy brownie covered with hot fudge, three scoops of vanilla ice cream, Oreo cookies, and whipped cream topped with chocolate syrup and a cherry. They also have a Snickers sundae, which includes three scoops of vanilla ice cream smothered in hot fudge, marshmallow topping, and Snickers pieces topped with whipped cream, chopped peanuts, and a cherry. Now this one right here sounds incredible to me. The No Way Jose, which is a peanut butter and hot fudge delight featuring chocolate and vanilla ice cream, peanut butter and chocolate morsels, whipped cream, and a cherry. Now you can also have a classic banana split if you choose, if you like banana splits. It comes with a ripe banana, three scoops of ice cream, which are vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry, pineapple, strawberry, and marshmallow topping, finished off with hot fudge, caramel, toasted almonds, whipped cream, and a cherry. Now finally, I know all of you foodish mortals have heard of the kitchen sink, which includes scoops of vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, cookies and cream, and mint chocolate chips smothered in every topping that they have. Now they say it serves four, but I guarantee you four people will have a hard time and will struggle to finish the kitchen sink. Now the Lunchbox Ghost favorite ice cream spot is actually Ghirardelli Soda Fountain and Chocolate Shop at Disney Springs Marketplace. They serve San Francisco themed Sundays. It's just a great place to hang out and people watch. I love to people watch and Disney Springs is usually crowded, especially if you go at night. People have left the parks and kind of uh, looking for something a little bit different to do. They don't want to go back to the hotel room yet. So they hang out at the marketplace. So it's a great place to people watch. Now their specialty Sundays include the Ocean Beach Sea Salt Caramel Sunday with vanilla ice cream, sea salt, caramel sauce, and handmade hot fudge topped with whipped cream, sea salt, and Ghirardelli milk chocolate squares. They also have their world-famous hot fudge sundae with vanilla ice cream and handmade hot fudge topped with whipped cream, diced almonds, and a cherry. They have their Gold Rush caramel sundae with vanilla ice cream, sea salt, diced almonds, caramel sauce, and topped with whipped cream and Ghirardelli white chocolate caramel squares. Now, in addition to the sundaes, you can also get single, double, or triple scoops of ice cream in a cup, on a cake cone, or a sugar cone. Now, one great ice cream place that you foodish mortals may not have heard of is the Fountain at Walt Disney World Dolphin Hotel. It's a classic American diner where you can treat yourself to homemade or soft-serve ice cream. Their specialties include soft-serve split, which is a classic banana split made with vanilla, chocolate, and swirl soft serve topped with pineapple, chocolate, and strawberry toppings, whipped cream, peanuts, a cherry, and of course a banana. They have a create your own sundae, which begins with one scoop or swirl of your choice of ice cream, favorite sauce, and dry topping topped with whipped cream and a cherry. They have what's called the blasting brownie sundae, which is a fudge brownie with or without nuts topped with vanilla soft serve, hot fudge, whipped cream, and a cherry. They have a caramel apple sundae, which is a bakery made apple pie 
layered with vanilla soft serve and caramel sauce, topped with whipped cream and a cherry. Now they have what they call an ice cream panini, which is a sweet Hawaiian bun with your choice of ice cream, your choice of hazelnut crunch, chocolate coffee crunch, or candied cherries. And finally, they have the Fountain Funnel, where you pick your seven flavors of ice cream, three sauces, and three toppings to create your own funnel-shaped masterpiece, topped with whipped cream and a cherry. Now, their hand-scooped ice cream flavors include banana walnut, minty chip, caramel cappuccino, peanut butter, cheesecake, rocky road, cookies and cream, strawberry patch, cookie dough, Dutch chocolate, and of course vanilla. Now before I take you to our final ice cream parlor, I want to give a special shout out to Sasagula Floatworks and Food Factory at Port Orleans French Quarter. If you are a fan of beignets, beignets being a French, light, and airy, pillowy, donut-like pastry that's usually cut in squares and fried and dusted with powdered sugar, then you will absolutely love the Mickey-shaped beignet sundae, which is served with your choice of ice cream and your choice of sauce topped with whipped cream. Now finally, our final destination over at the boardwalk and hopefully coming soon to Disney Springs, Ample Hills Creamery, which is an ice cream parlor straight out of Brooklyn where ice cream and mix-ins are handcrafted the old-fashioned way. Now, they have some amazing and unique ice cream flavors, which include Peppermint Patty, a cool peppermint ice cream with flakes of dark chocolate and house-made peppermint patties. Here's another one, Sally Sells Seashells, which is a fresh and fluffy orange marshmallow ice cream with house-made salty chocolate seashells. Sweet as Honey, a sweet cream ice cream with house-made honeycomb candy. Sweet Cream and Cookies, a sweet cream ice cream with pieces of back-to-nature sandwich cream cookies. Chocolate Milk and Cookies, a creamy milk chocolate ice cream with pieces of back-to-nature sandwich cream cookies. Ooey Gooey Butter Cake, the creamiest vanilla ice cream made with cream cheese and gobs of house-made St. Louis-style ooey-gooey butter cake. They say that that is a staff favorite. Snap Mallow Pop, which is marshmallow with Rice Krispie Clusters. Imagine that. PB Wins the Cup, a vanilla ice cream with peanut butter, chocolate flakes, and house-made peanut butter cups. Cotton Candy, a 100% all-natural blue cotton candy ice cream made with no artificial colors or flavors. Cookie au lait, a dark coffee mixed with sandwich cream cookies. Butter pecan brittle, a dark brown sugar ice cream with pieces of house-made roasted pecan brittle. Nana D's oatmeal lace, a dark brown sugar cinnamon ice cream with house-made oatmeal lace cookies. Vanilla bean, a vanilla bean ice cream made with Madagascar bourbon vanilla beans. Baked, unbaked. A vanilla ice cream with pieces of house-made chocolate chip cookies and brown butter cookie dough. Dark chocolate, which is just a rich, dark chocolate ice cream. The Munchies, which is a pretzel-infused ice cream with a mix of crackers, potato chips, pretzels, and crushed chocolate candy. The King of Mangoes, which is a vegan mango sorbet made from Alfonso mangoes. And finally, Strawberries and Cream 
a smooth and pure strawberry ice cream. Now, you can order what you want in practically any size that you want in a cup or on a cone. But listen to this. You can order a flight, in which case you can customize your flight with up to six different flavors. Now, that is ice cream heaven. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Lunchbox Ghost, and will tune in again to see what the Lunchbox has for you. I am dying to have you. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of lingering hunger for Disney's culinary craving. (laughs) Hurry back. Hurry back. Be sure to bring your appetite make final arrangements now to join us next time for more foodish morsels we're dying to have you you've been listening to the lunchbox ghost podcast part of the imagination radio network and a brs production hot diggity dog